Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the RFP Podcast, episode number 146, Relentless Forward Progress. I'm your host, Mike Ubaldini, and grateful to have you guys with us here today. Uh, I guess a special episode of the RFP Podcast, uh, hitting back up to this week. Um, Just in all honesty, because uh, this topic came to me this week while I was traveling, and I didn't know if I wanted to write about it, if I wanted to podcast about it, but it's it's late in the afternoon here in Phoenix, and uh, I was contemplating writing or podcasting, and I just I felt it it felt it would come off better in a podcast. The content would come off better uh, in a podcast than it would uh, in a blog entry. So here we go. We're we're gonna we're gonna take off with this and see where it goes. So as I mentioned, I was training or training <laughs> traveling this past week, Monday and Tuesday in Southern California. And I had finished a book uh, that I had taken with me. Um, actually, Think and Grow Rich. I finished Think and Grow Rich. I, I had uh, several pages, I think 30 or 40 pages left to read. And I got caught up in it on the plane and I finished it uh, and my way out to California on uh, Tuesday. So I typically try to read uh, at least a half an hour every day. And I didn't have uh, my Kindle or another book with me. So. In my journal, I had mentioned my journal um, that I carry with me. Yes, a five-subject notebook that I still write in. Uh, and But in any event, within the journal, during the subject dividers, I have a bunch of uh, papers, uh, quotes, uh, notes that I've written over the years that have messages on it, if you will, uh, of things that really mean something to me, uh, things that I revisit uh, and refer back to, um, to just to to keep my mind right, uh, to motivate me, if you will, to keep me inspired uh, over the course of either typically I usually refer back to them every every quarter, twice a quarter. But since I didn't have anything to read, I said, "What the hell?" I'll, I'll on the plane ride back home, I'll I'll dig deep into these and just revisit them because it's I mean it's really good stuff, at least from my perspective. And um, I came across uh, this. Uh, these notes that I had written from a mentoring session I've had I've had a couple of years ago with uh, a gentleman by the name of Lucas Jaden, Lucas Jaden, Joshua Metcalf, and Jamie Gilbert uh, are part of Train to Be Clutch, which is an organization that Joshua Metcalf started. If you don't know Joshua Metcalf, uh, his his very very popular book Chop Wood Carry Water I've referred to, and, and these three guys have been very instrumental in my growth and transformation over the course of the last three years. So during a coaching session with Lucas. Uh, two years ago, um, he had. Uh, there's a quote that I wrote down, and it was, "What does it look? What does clutch look like? What does being clutch look like?" And I have that in quotes. And Lucas did say that to me on the call. But right next to that, I think I was in this thought where I I put wrote down, "What does being a clutch dad look like?" And that's the title of today's podcast. You know, what does being a clutch dad? Look like, and and it could be what does being a clutch mom look like, or a clutch partner, or a clutch parent, however you want to classify it. But for me, since I'm being, a, since I'm a dad, I'm gonna focus on that. But the message and and the the content, or or I guess hopefully some wisdom or nuggets that I'm going to share is about just you know how do we, what does it mean to be to be uh, a clutch parent? And for me, the way I defined it or the way I look at it is, you know, and I've shared this a hundred times, hundreds of times on this podcast, that my intent is to be every day to be a better father, a better husband, a better human being. 
And right now at this stage in my life, you know, I'm still trying to be a, a better human being and I'm still trying to be a better husband. But with two teenage daughters, one ready to be 16 and one 13, my time with them is, is, is definitely closing in on before they go to the, their, excuse me, their next step in their journey, whether that's college or whether that's entrepreneurship, wherever it is that they're going, I only have, you know, really two, three, two, five or six years with these girls, you know, in my home and with me and basically being able to see them every day. So the wisdom I'm trying to impart on them, uh, I think is critical and it's timely and I, I, I want to work very, very hard on being clutch, you know, being able to share the right wisdom at the right time when it is rightly needed. Uh, and I, I screw that up often, uh, but I do believe that there are times that I, I think I knock it out of the park. And I think that's all, all of us do that as a parent as a husband, as a father, as a wife, as a partner, did I say partner twice, uh, or parent, uh, as, a, as a mom. I think there's moments where we, we greatly, greatly shine, and then there's other moments that we epic, epically fail. Um, and I think part of being an, a, a clutch dad is being able to be brave enough to know when to share to help, to uh, guide, if you will. And on the opposite side of that, know when to step back. Um, And I think maybe those moments where I step back might be even more clutch than being involved, if that makes any at all sense. And and I've shared this before, for me kind of letting go that's been really hard for me. It's been really challenging for me over the course of the last few years and continues to be a challenge for me. But I think those are some of the the, uh, qualities or characteristics that really being a clutch dad, again, keeping it in the dad moment, being a clutch dad mean, you know, knowing when, uh, knowing when to uh, engage my daughter's uh, and knowing when not to engage, not to press, not to uh, connect, because there's sometimes when there's not a there's 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 sometimes where connect, they don't they just want to be left alone. And having teenage daughters, sometimes they aren't open with their feelings. And I I can't necessarily speak to this from from a being a father of a of a of a. A son, because obviously I don't have sons, but I'm sure there's some similarities where, you know, sons don't don't open up, um, and I think that that might lead towards that masculinity piece of things too, which is a whole another direction and conversation to go down. But for me, with my daughters, and where I'm getting some clarity on lately is is knowing when, really, like I said, to to connect and engage. And to be president, knowing when to kind of back off, and I think those are those are some good qualities to understand and be aware of to be a clutch dad. 
You know, there's there's the obvious things, right, in being a clutch dad as far as providing for them and giving them food and shelter and, and uh, you know, the, 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 the quote-unquote necessities in life. Um, but, I mean, I think it goes way, way beyond that. I think those are the obvious things. I think it's really, you know, being able to connect with your children, uh, being able to be vulnerable in front of, of your kids, uh, being able to share your insecurities, share your failures, talk about those things too. Uh, not necessarily bringing theirs out, but me, you know, you know, sharing yours. Uh, when 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 they do witness that, you know, I've I've had moments where whether it be during an endurance event or whether it be during a, a, a job thing or a. a, a uh, an entrepreneurial thing or whatever the case may be, there's moments where my daughters have seen me fail uh, and not really uh, uh, follow through on a mission or a commitment. And, you know, that's where accountability has to come from, from me to share that with them, to share that uh, insecurity or that imperfection with them, but also talk about it, you know, talk about how, it made me feel and talk about what I did wrong and where I could improve myself and what I've learned from it. And when I believe, again, this is my, my, my opinions. Uh, I believe when I've done that, I think that gives them permission to do it. Maybe not at that moment in time, but I believe they think to themselves, Oh yeah, my, my dad is able to open up and share these things when he fails. And he's, he's not afraid of, you know, embarrassing himself and screwing up and failing in front of us and he's willing to talk about it. So maybe that's going to give them that permission, that courage moving forward to do the same because I think it's important to open those things up. Um, so I think for me, those are some of the, the characteristics that I've, I'm learning about on, I think, how to be... A, a, I mean, clutch is strong, but I think it is clutch. I think it is being... Having those moments, right? Those, those moments where... Uh, you know you need to engage. Those moments where you need to back off. Those moments where you need to show vulnerability and those moments where you need to take accountability. I think those are some of the things, those moments where we need to be clutch. You know, we need to show up. Uh, and we need to, you know, we need to own it. And I think those, those moments where we are clutch really resonate with our kids and and give them the permission and the courage and the, and the ability to be brave in, in some difficult moments. So uh, I wanted to share that with you guys. It was, it was again, I didn't know if I was going to write it or, or uh, throw out a podcast, but uh, it's quiet here in the afternoon and I, uh, I thought it would be best coming across as a podcast, as a voice rather than in, in, in a writing. So hopefully it impacted you guys. Hopefully it helps. Love to hear your feedback and always love you guys joining in. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.